just thank you for your goodness and your mercy thank you for your loving kindness thank you for who you are you've always be who you are and we thank you for your grace and your mercy we thank you for your protection because we're not at a funeral today because of your protection and I just want to say thank you because your plan is goodness and mercy but that's not the enemy's plan one day he'll learn that he's picking on the wrong people because we got you in our heart we got you in our mind but most of all we got you in our mouth so we change situations by what we say how we pray in the morning so we just say thank you in Jesus name we pray amen Y'all have a seat if you can. Thank you, worship. So y'all heard Dad's story. So we're not at a funeral this morning. So I'm here, here ministering, doing some counseling work on Friday, and I get this call from her, and the first thing she says to me, Daddy, I'm okay. Because what a parent want to know when they can hear that in the person's voice. They want to know, are you Okay. So she's telling me what, 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 what happened. I'm listening. So I'm, I'm you know, getting ready to have a lunch break. And so uh, I called Curly. I said, uh, what do you think? You think I ought to go over there? She said, what the Holy Spirit saying? He said, go. So I went. And, and you know how adult children say adult children. They try to act like they, they got it going on. And it's okay. But I could see the relief in her face when she saw me. So somebody's parent is calling for them. Just listen on the inside and see, see which child or which person is calling on you and saying, hey, look, I just need to see your face. I need to hear your voice. I need to hear you say something. So Holy Spirit, I just want to say thank you that they don't have to be your children for you to respond to the call. Did you know some people? You know where they are and how they're feeling. Just listen and see who the Holy Spirit is telling you. You need to give them a call. You need to take them out for lunch. You need to just check up on them. Don't listen to what they say. Listen to what you hear from him. Just listen. So, Father, I thank you in advance that, that we're listening. So just slip up your hand if you're hearing something. Okay? Who else? Okay. 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 I'm just going to ask you to be obedient to what, who he's showing you and what he's telling you that needs to be addressed or shared or said. 
I need you to do it today. Soon as service over. I, I know you might have lunch plans, but this is precedent. It's important that that's done. You got it? Amen? So, please give me a minute. So back to Jasmine for a moment. See, everything that we have going on in our life, whether we made a bad choice or a good choice, God worked with it. And so when she was telling me about how she hollered out to the driver, I mean, hollered out to the, the people that she called, the 911, and then was state trooper. And, 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 and Jazz, what, what was the number you called out to? Hold oh, on, oh, give, give them a mic. Y'all listen close now. Okay, just listen close. So I used to be a 911 dispatcher. So I, the, once I saw the vehicle wouldn't stop, I pursued the vehicle. And so I followed them and I called 911. And as soon as they answered, I told them what interstate I was on, what mile marker, the make, color of the vehicle. And then I read out the license plate, but I did it in um, military terms. So like Tango, Tango, Charlie Bravo, like I did it like that. Okay, so, so now she had a job at 911 years ago that she didn't like. But see, God knew that she would need to call out these numbers to the state trooper. So he allowed her to be in a job that she didn't like so that she would have the information that she needed to give in order to catch them. So what is it that God has placed you in that you don't like because you're going to need it in the near future? See, that's what gets me when people think that God ain't thinking about them. Why would you give me that job? Because you're going to need that information for the next thing that's coming your way. So I'm asking you today to just breathe. Because sometimes we're so tense about what God didn't do that we don't focus on what he's doing. I got people in this congregation don't know what cold feels like. Because you got heat in your house. You got heat in your apartment. You got water in your place. You got food you can eat. It might not be the food you want. But you ain't starving. You eat. And then somebody's going to call you over. Because remember what I just said in the prayer. That God is talking to somebody to do something for somebody. He didn't leave us out. He's thinking about us all the time. That's why we're here. Because he thought about us. That's why we're alive. That's why we're talking. Heard a client one, one, one year, a child up here. The doctor said, he, he's past talking. But God said, put your hand on his tongue. And he begins to speak. Where are you supposed to be? Who are you supposed to be ministering to? Because God taking care of you. That's why he's preparing you so you can talk to somebody else. I'm telling you guys, some people out here hurting. And you know who they are because he's sharing it with you. Yeah, I'm telling you, they don't want to hear what you got to say. But the fact that you showed up and was obedient to him, that gives him to be able to the ability to work on them a little bit more. You learn what rejection was when, when they wouldn't receive what you're trying to give. But you gave it. You were obedient. See, everything about us, see, everything that God does is about us going to the next level. Preparing us for what he wants to take us to next. If you don't answer the call, he got to send somebody else. 
but he spent time training you. I smile when people say, uh, now I've been to psychiatrists. I've been dealing with for years. But I heard about you. And I smile because I'm saying to myself, I'm not surprised. Because he made sure you found out about me. Young man, one session, 45 minutes, say 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Dealt with depression all his life. Doctors, psychiatrists, this, that, this, that. So you can send stuff. Say send stuff. See, that's God on the inside talking to you about stuff. And I can sense now. This is a client in the, uh, um, California. And, and the thing about this was, I could hear it in his voice that, why should you be any different? And I smiled because God called me his best. So he, he, he says, you know, I'm looking at his data form. The data form says, I've been dealing with this since I'm 13, and now he's 35. And, and I told him, I say, so, so you don't think nothing's going to change. I say, I don't have to prove that to you, but I'm just going to tell you what's going to happen. 45 minutes later, the man is quiet. He's quiet. I say, okay. What did God tell you? How much are you worth to him? And then he says, and then he says, well, ask him, do you have to perform? See, a lot of times, I'm, I'm not saying this is everybody's case. A lot of times, perfection will drive you to depression. Because you got to be perfect. You got to do it perfect. And you can't redo it. You understand what I'm saying? Certain things you can't redo. If you're taking a test, you got to turn in the test. And I say, so what did God say? Do you have to perform for his love? And he said, he said, no. I say, okay, this is what we're going to happen. So just keep your eyes closed. Just rest in the place. So he's just resting and resting and resting. So I just go quiet. Y'all write this down so, so I can get it off my chest. Stop trying to talk over God. He told me, say, Paul, let him rest. And I tell him, now he's in his car. I say, slide on down in your car and let your head hit the back of the seat and just rest. Because I'm going to be quiet. Why are you resting? So he's quiet. I'm quiet. But tears just flowing down his face. Because see, if you've never known what it's like not to feel peace, and when peace comes that you don't know about, and you didn't do nothing to get it, but receive, and he just arrested. So I whisper, I say, I'm going off right now. Call me the next day. Because, see, I don't talk business after God's presence show up. I don't talk about the next appointment, the next calls, none of that stuff. Because when they in his glory, that's where they need to be. So yesterday he called me. I said, how you doing? Now, now, you can tell when excitement is in somebody's mouth, and it's in his mouth. And he's like, I'm 35 years old, and I've never felt like this before. I said, so, so, so what's your heart saying? Is your heart... No, no, he started with his head. How, how are your thoughts? Because he always talked about racing thoughts. He said, my thoughts are slow. I said, what, what, what's inside your heart? Is it tense or relaxed? He said, it's relaxed. I said, what about stomach? It normally has balls in it. What, 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 where is it now? He said, it's relaxed. I said, that was session one. But you found out who God really was. 
in just 45 minutes. I want you to listen for that voice. That's the one we're going to work with. That's the one we're going to allow you to get to know. That voice. Not the other voice. That was the lying voice. What voice are you listening to? Are you listening to what God can't do? Or are you listening to what God is doing? Holy Spirit, just allow us to see today. Allow us to see everything that's going on that we don't think is happening. Allow us to see. And I bind that spirit of Christmas in the sense that I don't have enough. You got more than enough. Amen. Allow it. And I thank you for that. So it's amazing to me how one time a person would go from a two-week session to a one-week session. Because they wasn't expecting to meet God. But there is doing what he always does. Bringing freedom, deliverance, and healing. Because he loves us. Amen? All right, I got that up. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do open confession. <sighs> when I wake up in the morning, start out by saying thank you. Did you thank him this morning? Just thank him. Some people can't thank him because it's raining outside. But you inside. But don't he know what the earth needs? So, Father, we choose <laughs> to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me because you love me. I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me go back for a second, Cheryl, to, I can click it. So turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I just want you to know I'm free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. Are you? Okay. All right. All right. See, see if you want to interrupt the thought, all you got to do is say something. That's all you got to do. The mind has to stop to hear what your mouth has to say. Because it's saying that the mouth is giving me directions. It's telling me what it wants to do next. So when you want to interrupt the thought, just say something. You ain't got to get deep. My God, Holy Father. You ain't got to go deep. Just say stop. 
So the Bible is filled with stories uh, that God has given people victory, and, and we included in that. As humans, we will face temptation and battles. Am I lying on anybody? <laughs> but God has overcome the world, and we are promised victory through our faith. And see, the thing about God and his promises is he can't lie. So what he promised, he will, he has. Ooh, 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 ooh. What he promised, he has brought to pass. We just haven't ended into it yet. So what I want to talk about is become winners in life. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Part one, become winners in life. And, and so how many of y'all realize that sometimes you have to go secular to get spiritual? Y'all understand what I'm going to say? Nicole, what you grinning about? What you grinning about? <laughs> so, because some people not ready to hear spiritual stuff about winners. So, I'm going to go secular on you. So, I, I asked six people, three men and three women, to tell me about winners in sports. Because people people looking at sports. Some people not here today because they got a big game going on right now. They want to watch. Now, they got reruns on it and everything like that on demand, but that's okay. So, so let me get the ladies up. I got Jocelyn, I got Jasmine, and I got uh, Madeline. I want you to give me who the person is that you consider a winner in sports. Now, we could have won a lot of different ways, right? A lot of different ways. But I, I decided sports because I know people. some people hear sports. Some people not hear sports. So, so let's just go secular on it, okay? So, so tell me who did you pick? Who's who, who going to talk first? I'll, I'll, I'll okay? All right. Share. Okay. Three, three. Who, who is the person? We're going to talk, uh, and I'm going to be real short, okay? Yep, yes, you are. But, okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about Simone Bias. Okay. Okay. Right. And you guys remember she was adopted? Mm -hmm. Okay. And she was, sh being that she was small, that didn't even stop her. Okay. Okay. And then, guess what? What? She had a mental illness. Okay. Oh. M she had a mental illness, okay? But guess what? That didn't stop her either. Okay. So now she's number one. Number one. Gymnast. Okay. Can you get excited about that? Amen. All right, thank you. Pass the mic. Thank you, Miss Johnson. So I have picked the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Um, <laughs> the thing mainly that stood out to me is that I am older than he is. He is 25 years old. Okay. Um, so it's like, it's just to me it's just it's crazy seeing people that are like my age doing like NFL and like like it's it's cool. But anyway, um he has helped his team win 26 of his last 28 wow. regular season games, okay. which means that he's only lost two. Okay. Um he <laughs> <laughs> He brought the Eagles to hold the NFL record for the most consecutive wins against teams with winning records, wow. surpassing Peyton Manning and Vinny Testaverde. And he has a remarkably high winning percentage with his team when this team is trailing by 10 or more points. So basically when they're behind, um, the percent, like, of all the other players that, like, help their team go from being behind to, like, winning, he has the highest percentage of being successful in doing that, which is crazy. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Awesome. So my athlete is Serena Williams. Okay. She. Oh, okay. I heard. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
She won her first major title at the age of 17 in 1999 at the U.S. Open. So I think that's pretty spectacular. Okay. Um, she spent 319 total weeks um, at number one as the um, number one woman of in like sports. Okay. Um, she also won 23 Grand Slam single titles. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Who's next? Gentlemen? Let's see. I got Porter. I got Dale. And I got Nelson. Okay, go ahead, sir. Tell us who it is and okay. the three things. I chose uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Uh, Shaquille, uh, one, of course, he was a great basketball player, won championships and everything. But once he was done with that, when he started investing, he realized that he'd go to these meetings with his lawyers and they'd say, hi, Shaq, but then they'd all talk to his lawyers. And he didn't like that. So he went back to school oh. and got two or three more degrees so that they had to talk to him because now he knew what was going on. Um, so he invested all the money and now what he does is he goes around wherever, whenever he's in a certain town, he goes to Walmarts and stuff and he just kind of looks for families that look like they're struggling so he can help them out. Cool. Okay, amen. All right. Mr. Dale. Thank you, Nils. I think everybody knew who I picked. Michael Jordan. <laughs> so, really, that's enough said right there. Okay. But the man has six NBA championships, uh, Olympic championships, uh, ten-time scoring champion. He just refuses to lose. That's his nature. He will do anything he has to do in order to win. And he also was, until recently, he was part owner of the uh, Charlotte Hornets. And he was, as far as I, my memory serves me correctly, he was the first athlete that became a billionaire. Okay. So he is the man. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dale. All right, Porter. Who you got? So I had uh, Tom Brady, and uh, a lot like uh, Michael Jordan, he has seven Super Bowl titles. Uh, the thing that impressed me the most about Brady was he played for the Patriots for 20 years, something like that. Yeah, 20 years. And then when he left, he went to Tampa Bay and won another Super Bowl. And okay. now, if you look at uh, the New England Patriots they're about to fire their coach. So okay. he transcended the talent on his team um, wow. to be a champion. Okay. All right. Thank you. Well, I want to talk about Joseph. <laughs> That's a big shit, man. I'm talking about Joseph. <laughs> Stop laughing. Man. Stop laughing. Because <laughs> what's going to happen is becoming a winner in life, I'm going to tell you how to do it and show you what, what, all the stuff that Joseph had to deal with. All right? So Joseph was the most beloved son of his father, okay? And the father gave him a, a colored robe. I didn't say colored robe. Now, Joseph, I mean, so, so his dad had other children. And, and, and so when you give one child something special, well, what, what is that child going to do? He's he going to fly it? Okay. Now, now, what are the other children going to feel? And how will jealousy act? Oh, 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 somebody say, it came out of mouth. Punch him in the face. <laughs> We're going to pray for you after service. But, but anyway, y'all watch out because you'll punch you in the face. All right? So, so Joseph started telling his brothers about his dreams. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming big. And his brother got ticked off about it. What y'all call ticked off today? What, 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 what's pissed off. Pissed off. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay? All right, so check this out. So his brothers had an the idea. They said, we're going to get rid of you. 
we're going to get rid of you because we don't like your dreams. We don't like the shirt you wear. You, you got a robe and we're still wearing scraggly stuff. So who are you telling your dreams that you shouldn't be telling? Because not everybody excited for you. Am I lying on anybody? They're not excited for you. Just look at the eyes. When they talk, when, when somebody's excited for you, their eyes light up. You don't see no light? They got another plan. Okay? How can I short circuit the plan? So, so the brother sold him into slavery. And guess what? They went and told the dad that he was dead. Who's talking ugly about you? Saying they tried you and it didn't work. Or they, you did this or they did this. So, so, so they, they ticked off, guys. So Joseph, he goes to prison. But while he's in prison, I'm just running a brief outline. Joseph enables, God enables him, his presence and his favor to be manifested. Guys, your favor is being manifested and you don't recognize it. When somebody gives you favor, uh, Wayne, he, he gave me a ride from the, from the breakfast. And he was saying, that, now how much did the guy charge? Post a charge, hold on a second, might come in your way. About your car. Between thirty-five to hundred dollars to fix the tire. Okay. Now, what's the other thing? There's something in, in the front that came loose or something, and you say that was two something. Uh, that was, I think, one. Oh yeah, that was uh two hundred. See, see, this is what Curl and I do. People don't know we listen to what they say. <laughs> so I, I knew the first part wasn't the right part. Okay. All right. So it was two something. Yeah. So right, I, and what happened? So I, I, I so I'm not gonna pay that type of money. Okay. So I just went and I, I, I just asked Holy Spirit, show me somebody in the phone book so I can. Like go to, okay. so they showed me a location. Okay, I went there and they looked at it and said, "Oh well, we may have to. I think we can do it." So I, they asked me, "Can I wait?" Okay, I said, "Yeah, I can wait." So it took about an hour and a half or so. So they was able to fix it. They didn't charge me anything for it. Now, how much was the other person gonna cost? Two hundred. Now the other place was yesterday. I had a, a flat in my tire. Okay, they say they charge between thirty-five and a hundred for that. Okay. So I had to wait again. Uh -huh. So they came out and said, Mr. Rose, your tire's fixed. You ain't charge you nothing. Merry Christmas. So, so is it something about waiting that gets the blessing? No, Lord, I already did this. I, I, I did this. And this person got the promotion. That person got the promotion. But I still haven't got mine. But what if he's recreating where he wants you to be? What if your level is not their level? Because see, this is the thing about God. He knows who's going to testify about him. Are you one of the ones who's going to say this is how it was done? I waited on God and this is what he did because I waited? I, I mean, I'm just asking you a question. You can give me the answer. I'm asking you a question. Who do you want to bless? Somebody who's thankful or someone who is always fussing about stuff? Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, mighty quiet in here. <laughs> but this is what happened to, to, to Joseph. So, so Pharaoh, he's like the king. And he started to notice this thing about Joseph. Because other people, that, you know, nobody could tell him his dream. But, but somebody told him about Joseph. And then Pharaoh started to realize that there's something about this guy. So over time, I'm just going to speed up for a little bit. So over time, 
Joseph tells him there's a famine coming in the land. So I think you need to make some adjustments because for these first seven years, things are going to go well, but these next seven is going to be pretty intense. Now, you don't tell a king what to do unless you have the favor of God manifested where he can hear God overhearing you. See, sometimes you got to recognize, guys, when somebody's talking to you, listen, because God is using them to tell you something that you haven't heard before. Or let me rephrase it, something you didn't want to hear before. <laughs> but the winning is in that. So, so he goes on and says, so okay, all right. So he listens. So, so Pharaoh, he listens to Joseph about this thing. And then all of a sudden, there's a shortage in the land where Joseph comes from. Remember them brothers? Say, remember them brothers? Yes. So the dads, you know, he, he thinks Joseph dead. So the dad sends him to this area. And see, when you're living a life that's different than other people's life, you won't look the same way. That's why Joseph's brother couldn't recognize him when they came to him. They couldn't recognize him. Because when your life is different than others, you won't look the same. I, I, I mean, now, now, see, I don't know why I like teasing y'all about drinking. <laughs> what is it about teasing y'all about drinking? But, but, but I had a look when I drunk. Anybody got a look when they drank? Yeah. Okay, that's all I want to say about it. See, I didn't tell nobody to stop doing it. I was just saying I had a look. <laughs> <laughs> this is not even in the service. But anyway, so, they, you know, Joseph's father sends these to his brothers, and his brothers don't recognize who they are, who he is. But he has authority to do anything he wants to do with them. But he chooses not to. He chooses not to. So finally it comes to a point where Joseph said, you know what? I need to let these brothers know who they're dealing with. But it's not in anger. Anybody ever did stuff in anger? Oh, raise your hand. We all have. So, so when Joseph first saw his brothers, he cried, man, because he's like, look, this guy, these guys did this to me. But I'm going to do different to them. I'm going to make sure that my father gets to come. So, so he, he, he ended up coming up with a scheme about, you know, the younger brother, Benjamin, he, he said, I, I want to get to see him too. So his father ended up coming. So the whole family was there. And they had a crying good time. Because the, man, the, the son that I thought was dead is really alive. And the father that he hadn't seen in years is all of a sudden is there. What is it that God want to show you about life? What is it about God that wants to show you something that you haven't seen because you're looking in the wrong direction? So today, briefly, I want to talk about Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Life and death, blessing and cursing. This is part of the service. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, in New King James, it says, I call heaven and earth. Can, can we show that, Cheryl? Oh, I'm the clicker, huh? I got my clicker back. Okay, y'all ready? Let's read that out loud. I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Let me see. Okay. I said, I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. So guys, when we make a decision to do something, not only does heaven is aware of it, 
But the earth is also aware of it. And when I say earth, I mean this earth and underneath the earth. What's underneath the earth? Hell. So everybody hears what you're saying. I'm believing for this. I'm believing for that. I'm believing God is going to bless me in such and such. Who else heard that? Your enemies. The people that are willing to support you and help you. And then he goes on to say, I've set before you life and death. There's only two choices. Therefore, choose life. So what I want to talk about is this. Where is life and blessings? I put the two together, the two things that work together. Life and blessings work together and death and cursing works together. So I'm asking you, what thoughts are you thinking and which thing is it producing? The thoughts that you're thinking right now. So Holy Spirit, show us the area of our life that you want us to, ch to change. Show us that area that you want us to produce the winning attitude, a winning mindset. And once you show it to us, we're going to write it down because we want to stay abreast of it. So go ahead and write it down. Cell phones, paper. Write it down. And then I'm asking the question, where is life and blessing in that situation versus death and cursing? So I'm going to give you the categories, your thoughts. Are your thoughts about that situation thoughts? I'm going to rephrase so they can retake. Where is life and blessing versus death and cursing in your life in this area that God is showing you that he wants to do something in? So what are your thoughts are your thoughts producing life and blessing or death and cursing? So these are the categories that Joseph had to go through, that all of us have to go through. Where is life and, where is life and blessing versus death and cursing in your words? What kind of words are you speaking? What things are you saying? Are they supporting the death and the cursing or are they supporting the life and the blessing? Because these are the only two categories that we got, guys. Everything falls under the, these categories. Life and blessing versus death and cursing. Beliefs. What thoughts are you thinking? What, what, are, what are your beliefs? Because see, when we think something, we're going to build up beliefs that will go along with what we're thinking. Are your beliefs that I can do it or your beliefs say that it won't work? Think about what it is that you're writing. Which category does that fall under the beliefs under life of blessing or death and cursing oh guess what we got to do we got to take action to any thought word and beliefs that we have either we got to cease it or we got to start it so under actions is it life and blessing or is it death and cursing if I got it yes question might come your way Thank you. Um, I have a quick question. Okay, quick so, question. I was in a store and I saw somebody I knew. Okay. I said hi, and the next things out of her mouth were, it's crazy out there. Uh-oh, okay. It's bad out there. And without thinking, I'm like, yep. Okay. And I was like, as I walked away from her, I was like, no, it's not bad out there. Is that quick enough to catch it before it takes hold? Or I mean, I know I should have said something to her right. when she said it. Okay. But I spoke without thinking. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. So once you, okay, so what did you say back to yourself? I said, not for me. Okay. It's good for me. Okay. Okay. I, 
got a good day. Okay. I got good traffic. Okay. I got good flow. Okay. That that that's not for me. Gotcha. But maybe for you, but not for me. Gotcha. Okay. So as long as you said it and you said it out loud, now if the thought comes back, you gotta say it again. You gotta replace the thought. You gotta say it again. Because sometimes when we answer one thing, that's enough. Because we believed what we were saying. But if we didn't believe what we were saying, we needed to say it some more. Amen? Yes, yes ma'am. Okay, what do we got? Um, Erica Austin says, interpersonal communication. Life and death and the tongue put more life in my words. Okay, can you say that again, please? Erica Austin says, interpersonal communication, life and death in the tongue, put more life in my words and okay. not use them to hurt. Awesome. Faith says, health and finances, my new belief in changing my habits, life, and blessings in both areas. Okay, awesome. Thanks for sharing. I got one coming your way. So, so, so guys, every area is operated by these principles, the thoughts, the words, the beliefs, and the actions. You can have thoughts and words and no action is going to stop on the inside of you, right where it is. Yes, sir. I was wondering, could it be both? What? Like life and death, life, life blessing and death and cursing. Could it be both as in, I'm thinking this thought now, but in the next moment, now I'm thinking different, but I can, now I'm thinking the life, now I'm thinking death, now mm -hmm. I'm thinking it'd be like vice versa. Mm -hmm. So whichever one you think the most wins. Okay. So let's say, for example, if you're thinking death, that started out as a thought, before you know it, you're going to say something. You know, yeah, nobody in my family ever lives past uh, 20 years old. Then you created a belief, and beliefs lines up with actions. When you believe something, you do it. So that, that's, you know, it's like something I shared with some congregation a few weeks ago, when I was talking about replacing thoughts. That's the only way a thought is, is, is changed is we have to replace it. God doesn't do that. We do that. That's why he's saying I set before you life and death, blessing, cursing, you choose. So whatever thought you think the most is the thought that is grabbing everything that it needs to bring to pass what you're believing for. It, it, it's serious. It, it'll always start as small or a joke or, or something like that. I'm just joking. But was it still a word? Was it still, still a thought? Did we say it? See, sometimes we laugh when we really hurt. Laughter is another form of hurting. If you hear somebody laugh before they say something, that's their way of saying, I'm not sure whether you're going to identify or recognize my worth with what I'm saying, so I'm going to laugh at myself first so that I can beat you from laughing. This real stuff, guys. This is real stuff. And I want this church and, and worldwide to grab hold to what I'm saying because everything is going to come back to this. What you said, is that a life and blessing thought or, or a word or is that a death or cursing thought? Because people are surprised by what they say in reference to, you know, um, people in my family, they die at 50. Now, what is that belief saying? You're going to die at 50? What have you the difference to that? How will you know? Because you're saying different. Yes, ma'am. Um, does it have, is it always, or is it usually in this order? And my question to that is because I'm experiencing something where, um, particularly around finances. Okay. So I was thinking, well, I could save this each week, and it 
in the beginning when I was thinking that I would think what that's not really going to add up to much. It's going to take a really long time. Okay. But I started the savings awesome. okay. and then I see it growing mm -hmm. and then I was able to say, I can increase this. Okay. And so I get excited thinking about what that is going to mean to my life. Mm -hmm. But my thoughts, so I did the action, even though my thoughts weren't as life giving. Okay. Okay. All right. And so what's the question? Okay. Is it, so is it in this order or how come that happened? Okay. So in order for you to say, I can increase this, you would have to have thought that. Because you can't do it without a thought. So, so y'all get an understanding of that. We can't do something without a thought. But what happens is the thought can be so fast that we didn't know we thought it. The way Jazz was driving, she wasn't thinking. She was reacting and responding, but the thought was driving her reaction. So some things won't stop and look at you and say what you are, what they're doing, but it will, it can happen any other way. It has to be a thought. Uh, good question. But see, uh, I learned from my wife, she says a track number grows. So you make sure you look at that number, because it's going to be growing. She said a track number grows. You need to write it down. And the number grows because you get excited about it. When you look at it, you're thinking to yourself, wow, you know, I, I, wait a minute. This was easier than I thought. What did I just do? I said something. I thought something, then I said something. And then how do I know why I believe it? Because I'm continuing to pay on it. See, the belief and the action, they work together. Okay, question. And then I got to stop, guys, Okay. See, I had a thought. I'm over my time. <laughs> so I have an example. Okay, all right. Okay, so that incident on Friday, my thought was, oh, no, they didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so my words are, you are not getting away with this. Okay. I have a right. big <laughs> pet peeve for injustice. Oh, oh there like, it is. <laughs> things must be done correctly, and it must be fair and all that. Okay. So then I'm like, oh, no, you're not going to get away with this. So then my beliefs are, I'm going to catch you, or the popo going to catch you. Okay. So then I went in pursuit. So that was the action. Okay. And they had to tell me to stop following them. And I said, okay. they're in my line of sight. Are you sure? Okay. And they were okay. like, stand down. I said, fine. But that's just an example. Okay. All that, ha like, yeah. Fight or flight, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. ready for both. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir, buddy, yes, sir. <laughs> and she said the lady had to tell her twice, back down, ma'am, back down. So what was she thinking? I'm going to get there. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so just know that things can happen at a rate of speed where we're not aware of it, but I'm calling awareness to it. Because, guys, I want, it, it, I want us to get an understanding that Everything. Say everything. everything. We, say we say and think is producing either life and blessing or death and cursing. Everything. My wife and I, we're on our way here, and she started praying about the weather. She started speaking to the weather and saying, yeah, it's going to rain because we need the rain. Because we, we watch the news. You know, he said how much rain we need. So, okay, that rain can come. But she, she said no more than this necessary. I said, you know what thoughts I'm thinking right now? Well, what if that, I'm telling all these people, and I'm telling the nation that my wife and I prayed about the rain's supposed to be. But what if the wind comes so bad and it's so much, then they don't think I don't know what I'm doing. But see, the thing was, I said it. 
See, guys, we not speak to stuff. Speak, speak, speak. Don't just speak nasty all the time. Y'all, y'all know some nasty people, don't you? And I'm not talking about sexual. Y'all got Because <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you just, just had it with people. You had it with the situation. What else you want to say? Okay. <laughs> Monty, you okay? Monty hadn't even blinked. Hadn't blinked the whole service. She, she just had, hadn't blinked. She, she, she said, I, I got to add look to the thing up there somewhere. She makes sure she get it out. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. We just thank you that we, we learned a lesson today. That we heard again. That you call heaven and earth to witness this day against us. That you have set before us life and death, blessing and cursing. Those are only two choices. Those are only choices that we have. Life and blessing or death and cursing. We thank you that you told us to choose life in these situations to come up. And so we're making the decision that that's what we're going to choose. Because we want to live that life. We want to live the life life. The blessing life. The abundant life. The peaceful life. The rest life. The quiet life. We want to enjoy ourselves. And it's okay for us to do it. So we just want to say thank you. For your goodness and your mercy. That everything that we are, we made a decision to follow suit with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.